three, can you believe it? Let me tell you what better time to talk about traditions than during the holidays. It's finally November. The holidays have begun. Who said, can you believe it? Daylight savings already got me depressed and gaining 10 pounds. How you feeling? Not great. Terrible. Horrible. Dreadful. Hate it here. That's the spirit that's needed for this episode, actually. The spooky spirit. <laughs> but you know what? Even though we're a couple of weeks late, we're still going to talk about two traditional things, Halloween and Dia de los Muertos. We know it's already passed, but I think it's still a good time to talk about it. So... Let's get to it. Dulce, I know that our experiences for these holidays are very different because I first experienced them them in Mexico and you in the U.S. So why don't we start with Halloween? Did you know that we used to literally live right beside the Candyman? The one from the Christina Aguilera song? I can't believe it. I'm so jealous. No, actually, but you know, that video is just ingrained in my brain. I'm actually talking about our neighbor in Mexico. He was the literal candy man. He had a candy cart and he gave us free candy all of the time. And so basically I blame him for all the cavities that I had as a child, which were a lot. Actually, I'm sure a lot of Mexican families do this. For any kind of cavity or sore tooth, you soak a cotton on tequila and put it on your tooth did mom ever do that to you or was that a tradition that was broken when we got to the u.s no i just had beer and then uh rum uh just to you know calm myself down no tequila for me maybe we need to stop giving the idea that we were drinking as children but that never happened to you when you had like teeth issues i don't have cavities i don't know about you but wait you've never had a cavity before I had one, but it was such a minor issue that they were like, don't even worry about it. That's that's like, basically, it's a normal child thing. You'll be fine. And then they were like, I mean, you have ugly teeth, but no cavities. I cannot believe you've only had one cavity. I probably had five by the age of six. It was pretty bad. You know, I clearly remember one of the Halloweens in Mexico where Allie and I, we dressed up. I don't really remember what we were. I want to feel like. Maybe I was like a dead bride or something. I don't know. I was always really scared when I was little. I was scared of everything and cried about everything. That night was just a scary night because all these older kids were dressed up. And instead of trick-or-treating, I just remember people chanting, Noche de Brujas Halloween. Have you ever heard of that? Or am I like in a parallel universe and making this up? Um, no, grandma used to just randomly say it, not on Halloween, just like in the middle of summer, she would just say it. And I would be like, sure, grandma, (laughs) you know, like the meme where it's like, you know, back in my day, we used to watch Lady Gaga on YouTube. Sure, grandma, let's get you back to bed now. (laughs) That was me, but with grandma in that saying. Okay, good to know. So yeah, that's what they said, which is literally night of the witches Halloween. And that's what you say instead of trick or treat, which, you know, now These days, they may say trick-or-treat. I don't know. They're always trying to Americanize over there. I really don't think every place in Mexico trick-or-treats, but that was kind of my first Halloween experience. And so when we moved to the U.S., it was experiencing a holiday differently. So do you remember your first Halloween? No and yes. I have vivid memories of things occurring, but I don't know, one, if I dreamt them, two, if it actually happened. Or three, if it's a part of my subconscious making it up. It's almost like a collage of like, you know, like when in TV shows when people are dying and they're like remembering all their life and it's like a bunch of different pictures of things. 
and it doesn't really make sense but yeah that was their life that's me in halloween like i see like a jack-o-lantern i see somebody uh dressed up on the porch pretending to be a uh, scarecrow and then when i went to go grab the candy they came to life did i steal that from a disney channel original movie or is it original thought well you were so young i know we were witches but you were a baby so you were a dead teletubby and honestly you want to explain your iconic uh, your iconic costume all i have heard is that i wanted to be something scary um i didn't want to be something cute because i was like ew gross very much still to this day kind of thought is i don't want to be perceived but if i am going to be perceived might as well be something scary you know so like a dead teletubby you have always been a morbid. The Teletubby was purple and pretty much your face looked like someone punched you. And there's pictures of you, of us throwing leaves. But you know what I remember too? Once we had like our own house, we couldn't afford like real Halloween decorations. So we'd go to the Dollar Tree or Dollar General, Dollar General at that point, and just get those bags that are pumpkin, that have like a picture of a pumpkin. And so we'd put the leaves in there, the big leaf bags and that was our decorations you are actually misremembering because i do remember this one before we even get to that a lot of my memories that i actually do remember have a lot of light sources so i want to go to a psychiatrist and figure that out because i realized that anytime i have a anytime that i have a memory as a child it'll be like me in the car looking up at the light like at the like when the car would be on and just looking at the light and like remembering a song or like me look it's always at nighttime too like we're driving at night and I just remember staring at the radio and like looking at the digital clock and it being like bright blue or bright green. Anyways, I got off tro- uh, topic because I just realized that I had an epiphany while you were talking. Maybe you'll just look up a lot when you think. I, I think that's what it is. What And there's always light sources somewhere. So yeah. But Oh, the bags, the bags, the bags. Okay. So this was not when we first got our house. This was a little bit down the way. This was for me to be old enough to remember. And it's not that we didn't have money to buy Halloween stuff. It's just that mom and dad didn't want to spend money on Halloween stuff because it's just for a day and who really sees it in their own words. But what me and Allie would do is we would scoop up the leaves. This was just their excuse to make us do yard work. We would scoop up the leaves, put it in white trash bags, and I would get a marker and draw faces on them to make it look like a ghost. (laughs) You... You had to put faces on them with a Sharpie. <laughs> but that's just the Pinterest mind working. It's just the Pinterest DIY. Like, I was just ahead of my time. Do you think they could have come up with that? But that, you know, after after I created the idea is when they came out with the prepackaged trash bags. Come on, I'm an innovator here. I just don't get any credit in this company. I'll be like, uh, you know, Bella Hadid talking about how she couldn't afford to sign. She didn't have Louboutins until she was like 18. And she's like, wow, I'm just so blessed. We couldn't afford real pumpkins until <laughs> we were over 18. And I just can't believe I made it out of that. <laughs> I was thinking more in the minds of um, um, Elastigirl. From the incredible saying, are we going to leave the world saving to men? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, that's me. But with being an innovator, CEO, businesswoman, a woman in STEM, you know? 
And you know what else I was thinking uh, in terms of Halloween? Definitely going trick-or-treating. I remember so ingrained in our brain is going in the back of our uncle's car and he played um, the Monster Match CD on loop. And going down to the golf area where all the people with more money lived. The people with money? With the good candy bars were? Yeah, I know. Here's the thing. This is another light-related memory. I swear, somebody in this who listens to this podcast has to be smart and has to know the con- or like the connections with that. Because that is also a light memory. Because I don't know if you know, but when you open the back of a trunk or something, you have the lights on. So I definitely remember that. But just because there was lights. <laughs> So if anybody out there is a psychologist or any type of doctor, please diagnose me. Tell me all my traumas. What's the light thing? I saw the light. But anyways, yeah, the I feel like definitely, especially the Monster Mash song always makes me think of my uncle because that was like core memory. I also love that uh, grandma went trick-or-treating with us and she was just like old and dressed up but i don't remember what we would dress her up as probably like a witch or something and this wasn't just one time this was like every year and i think if if there were still children now that went trick-or-treating she would go with them she can't now she she would not go now she is too old to move around she gets tired going to answer the phone okay but if i was a child and i was trick-or-treating or a teenager and she was the age that she is now, I'd put her in a wheelchair. And could you imagine the costumes that you could make out of that? Aladdin's flying carpet. She could be so many things. She could still have fun. You can be 87 and still trick-or-treat, okay? I believe that. What are some movies that you usually watch during that time? Corpse Bride, because I'm trying to get over my fear of it. Because as a child, it terrified me. And it still does to this day. Okay, can we talk about, first of all, I've always been a scaredy cat and I don't like any Halloween movies, but our collective fear of Tim Burton movies, I know some people like love them. I think collectively we are scared of them. And I've heard Tim Burton was a racist and that may be why. And we didn't know it subconsciously. I used to be scared of The Nightmare Before Christmas, but I got over that fear and now that's a good movie. Corpse Bride, I watched it all the way through maybe once not that long ago and it was good but i tried to rewatch it again this year and it always gets down to like the same few scenes and i'm like okay i gotta cut it off it is it is nighttime. i'm about to go to bed i do not want to see the little worm haunting me in my dreams no i mean i will watch them now but they're not when it's halloween movies i want it to be like practical magic or the craft those kinds of movies i don't want like Halloween, Michael Myers, or Frankenweenie. <laughs> Frankenweenie, Halloween. Oh, right. Frankenweenie. It's the same level as the rest of them of horror, right? Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. That's the one. You know what is scary? Coraline. It's a good movie, but that is scary. I'm 20 years old, and I can admit that Coraline is a scary movie. I was never one of those middle school girls. In Hot Topic, wherein Tim Burton everything. I just could I didn't even watch the movie until I was a grown adult because I am a child. Yeah, I I like them, but there's also a deep fear of them. Like I just remember being a very young kid in Allie's room and just seeing it on the TV and just being traumatized of that stupid worm, of the stupid scene where he finally goes down into the bar and the skeletons are neon. I was like, what is happening? 
what is going on? I was okay with you putting the ring on her finger and her coming to life. Sure, I get it. You thought she was a tree branch? I would think so too. But now we're talking a bar in the underworld? What is this? A bar in the underworld? But they can't even drink anything because they're skeletons. It never made sense to me. And I think that was where the fear was coming from. Yeah, Halloween is definitely um, a fun time. Sassy, have I ever told you what my favorite episode of Glee is? No, you have never told me. Tell me, what is your favorite episode of Glee? My favorite episode is the one where Rachel Berry sings My Headband. Funny that you mention headbands. You know, our Etsy shop is open now. You can find us as M-E-N-O-S-M-A-L-M-A-R-K-E-T. That's Menos Mal Market with no space in between. There, you can find one-of-a-kind Latina-made handmade items from upcycled material we have really cute throw pillows hand-painted totes and yes even headbands use code wicked Workers to get 10 percent off of your 30 dollars purchase but how about i think something that's really different between me and you is our experiences with dia de los muertos which is now a major thing uh in the U.S. comparing to what it was when we first moved here. Do you even have memories of celebrating Dia de los Muertos at all? No. So Dia de los Muertos started, I believe, when the founding father, Walt Disney, made it into a movie. In seventh grade, I was asked in my history class if I celebrated Day of the Dead. And like a liar, I said yes. I was like, sure, fine, I do. Like, what do you want me to say? They were all, here's the thing. They were all pinning their hopes and dreams on me, like celebrating this and having a rich cultural life. But I didn't. I didn't. And so I literally just repeated things that were in the textbook. And they were like, oh my gosh. And because nobody read the textbook, nobody really knew what was going on. They were like, wow, she is so cultured. Look at her with her rich cultural tapestry, all the bright colors. Yeah, I have never celebrated Day of the Dead. I've watched the movie Coco on Day of the Dead. I watched it in theaters, cried. That was my Day of the Dead experience. In Mexico, I only did kindergarten and first grade, and I totally remember it. And as again, those like core memories, and I was so young, six or seven. One of the things we would do is we go to the um, cemetery. And we would buy flowers and whatever. So people would go and like fix up the graves and clean them up. We didn't do like the big, uh, or I don't think we ever did. I'm sure other people do, but like the big thing at night, I don't know what you see in Coco. I never saw that, but I know that celebration, the type of celebration does happen in places in Mexico. Just not, that was not my experience. But we did clean up, clean up the grave and give flowers, whatever. I do remember one of my favorite things about going to the cemetery was having tornado potatoes. Do you know what a tornado potato is? Isn't that what happened in that Frank Ocean song? <laughs> a tornado potato flew around. So that's what he was thinking about. A tornado potato. I thought it was something else. Sometimes I'm funny and I don't even know where it comes from. I think it's just like a natural talent that I have. No, a tornado potato is just it's just a a, a potato in the shape of a tornado <laughs> and a stick on a stick and it's fried so it's like kettle chips and then you'd put lime and i'm sure it wasn't valentina but a valentina like 
salsa. Anyways, I'd get that. Okay, have you ever heard this word in Spanish? Because I just remembered it. Reguilete. Yeah, that's what the kids dance to at the clubs, right? That's Bad Bunny's genre. <laughs> You're so dumb. Bad Bunny's genre? Wait, you don't know what a reguilete is? No, that's why I asked if it was... A pinwheel, a pinwheel. I'd buy one of those. Um, but yeah, we would do that. And then also um, in school, we would build the altares, like the altars. And you would have to bring the picture, picture of someone who has passed away. And then you could bring like their favorite dish or whatever. And you put it on the altar. And and then at home, I guess because we did it at school, I was like, I want to do it at home. So at home, I would have like a little table and make my little altar and and put pictures of like grandpa. But talk about being the stereotype. I made so much papel picado as a child. It was like a pastime of mine. And I would make really different designs. And then also, this was like all year round. But then I would make many ones and put them around my table for the altar. So I'm a living stereotype. I made snowflakes at school. When it was time for winter break or Christmas break, we would make snowflakes and hang them around the classroom. That's it. I mean, well, Dulce, well, first of all, I guess props to us to actually be doing a season three. But also, of course, this is a week or two late because what is life? As I mentioned, we talked about, we're talking about traditions. So it's not just holiday traditions. We're going to be talking about gender norms, marriage, quinceañeras. Well, I wanted to talk about my favorite traditions, which, um, Used to be me and Allie watching Halloween specials on Halloween because we didn't have anywhere. Like, as we were older, we didn't have anything to do. Uh, talk about our New Year's Eve traditions when we didn't have places to go. We are closing out uh, our Halloween episode and Dia de Muertos episode to talk about this really quick because we talked about the beginning. The daylight savings and just the fact that we've been in the pandemic. I think we need to especially take care of ourselves this year because it's been hard. But also, today is the first day of daylight savings. And the fact that it was dark at like 4.30 or 5 p.m., I am depressy. Well, I'm always like that. But also, I kind of enjoyed it for my little walk. So I got out of class at 5 and then walked back to my car. And I never get to walk at night because um, I'm a girl. And I got to walk back at night and I was listening to Bleachers to their latest, to take the saddest sadness out of Saturday night. And I was like, huh, I've never got to experience this album at nighttime. I never get to experience music at nighttime. So that was the closest I got to that. That's true. That's true. Because at night, you don't want to be listening to music and walking alone. I think another thing that I really need to watch out for is the craving. Like yesterday, I was fine. And now today, I am craving Starbucks and apple pie, literally any kind of pie. And I know this craving is not going to stop until like the end of March. I just got to have a plan because I cannot be eating a pie every week. And I cannot be buying Starbucks every week. All of a sudden, the holidays hit. Some chill came out. It got dark. And now I'm craving Starbucks every day at 3 p.m. I will allow you to crave Starbucks this coming week because Starbucks is dropping a special edition version of their drinks in parentheses, which is Taylor's version. They're collaborating. But do, is it confirmed? Because I keep seeing that it's not real. And if it is, take my money. But if it's not, I'm going to be disappointed. The Starbucks Twitter has officially given the red light. They have said, they're like, bring out your scarves, bring out your depression, 
It's go time. I have been waiting for this moment all my life. Well, whatever it is, the marketing works on me and I'm going to end up spending my money. So, all right, y'all. Get your Starbucks ready, your Mariah Carey defrosting, and your cultural traditions out the window because that's what the season's going to be all about. Ulta, any last thoughts? Oh my God. The most important tradition. I literally forgot this. The most important yearly tradition that happens in November, the day of my birth. November 17th, and this is a very important one because you're finally 21 and you will get to do so many things. You were the youngest. You'll get to do whatever we do, which is apparently just drink Starbucks. Our next episode comes out on your 21st birthday. So Dulce, would you like to give a shout out or some advice to future you who will be an official adult? In the words of the Jersey Shore theme song, get crazy. Get wild. Thank you. And that's it, folks. We'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it and leave us a review. If you have a story you would like to share regarding today's episode, email your story at menosmal.goodness at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on an episode. To hear more from us, head to our blog at www.menos-mal.com. This episode was written and edited by your hosts, Dulce Maciel and Cecilia Maciel Martinez. The theme music for this podcast is by Mario Martinez. This has been a Menos Mad podcast.